think we're live. Everything's we're live. on my screen. Yes. Oh Welcome, my everybody. It's Welcome happening. to Faded Mates. It's an exciting Yay. day. Bombshell is here. Okay, Sarah, how are you doing today? I put on makeup. I stood <laughs> in my office. You guys, so as you know, Jen and I are big Ted Lasso fans. I stood in my office before this and I channeled Rebecca and I did like a, I made yeah. myself big. <laughs> And then I said, and let's go invade France. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is so nice to see everybody. Thank you, especially. Yay! Yes. Thank you to everyone. We have a lot of amazing authors. Um, thank you to William Morrow for um, making me there. Look at me. My name's Tra William Morrow. Mr. Morrow. I've been joking. Just call me Mr. Morrow, everybody. Um, and uh, this is how Faded Mates actually is. It's kind of sexy. Yeah. So let's invade France for sure. Okay. So everybody, welcome. We are going to start off with some... Off First, we're going to talk to Sarah about the book. You maybe listened to Faded Mates this morning where I interviewed Sarah. Um, but we know that this today is like bombshell day. So Sarah, tell us about... Wait, yeah, have you have books in front. You have books behind you. Yeah, I have it here. And then look what I also did. I also the UK version Ooh. for our UK fans. Anyway, nice. Sorry. Okay, so for those people that have been, you know, working or whatever today and have not had a chance to start the book, what is it that we should know about Bombshell? Do I just like do your elevator pitch? Bombshell is the first in a new series called Hell's Bells, um, which I conceived, what, four years ago, three or four years ago, while I was writing Bare Knuckle Bastards. And I was like, what if these hot dudes were actually hot women? What does that look like? And then I, they consumed me, like, while I was writing, any of you who write at all know that, like, while you're working on something, others are always cooking. And these, mm -hmm. these ladies were cooking. So there are, um, it is a Victorian era girl gang. The book is set yes. in the early 1840s. And um, we begin with Cecily Talbot, who many of you have already met and sent me emails about begging for a book for her. And here it is, my gift to you. And Cecily is the bombshell of the group. So if you think of hell of the Hell's Bells, this is their origin story, the book, and um, how they become the Hell's Bells. And if you think of them as a crew, as a heist crew or a, you know, a girl gang at any level, um, yes, Cecily is the bombshell. She is the one who can lure terrible men into the darkness, thinking they are going to get they're going to get one thing, but actually they get something very different thanks to Cecily. Yes. And Caleb, so, our hero, go ahead. Yes, he, he does. And he's like, one does. Oh my god! And he loves her. And then he is like, "She's a mayhem. What do we yeah. do? What do I do?" Before you keep going, I do want to repeat something that every like just the chat will be moving. But if you have a specific question, you can use the ask the question button at the bottom of your screen, and then other people can comment or upvote. And then Kelly is like kind of re be responsible for letting me know which ones are like burning questions people have. But I have a question for you, Sarah. One I sort of did not really put on the podcast because I wanted to save for tonight, which is one of the biggest like settings in the book is the place, is this bar that you invented. 
Yes. Right. Why, why, why a bar? Why a tavern? Why was that the place you wanted to have like be the mainstay of this, of your crew? Because it was 2020 and I was stuck in my house and I wanted nothing more in life than to go have a drink with my friends. And you will meet tonight 10 people who I would basically sell a limb to have a drink with now even still so um I just wanted I was sort of fantasizing about my own girl gang and my own world beyond my tiny desk in my tiny apartment in this tiny what started started to feel like an increasingly tiny city I'm in New York City and I was like what does that place look like in Victorian England and can it be filled with badass women who are absolutely ride or die should there need to be a knife fight? Yes. Um, a friend of mine <laughs> texted me today and was like, I would give anything to have like leather holders in my pockets for my knives. And I was like, yeah, we complain about pockets, but like, let's level pockets up. <laughs> exactly. Here's right? the thing. If you carry a knife that is sharp enough to be a decent tool in a fight, then you need leathers lined pockets to protect yourself, really. It's just good sense. Just common sense, right? (laughs) So one of the other things that we talked about a little bit on the podcast, but I think is really on everyone's mind. Jen, though, can I just say also, go ahead. Can we thank the indie bookstores that host? Yes. Yes. We didn't do that. Let's stop and and do that. Yes. We name them. Okay. So um, thank you to Northshire books in upstate New York and also Vermont to East City Books and Old Town Books in the D.C. area, to um, Katie Budget Books in Texas, to Mysterious Galaxy Books in San Diego, and to... Shit. <laughs> Wait, why am I forgetting one? I thought North you said Star, five. East City, Mysterious, Mysterious Galaxy, Old Town, and... Well, Word, but that's more. not... Did I forget one? I don't know. I I blew that. Someone's going to... Oh, here it is. One, two, three, four. No, I did. Yeah, that's fine. You got them all. I was like, I was counting. It was fine. And then my hometown bookstore, Word, who... So without without those six bookstores, tonight wouldn't have happened. So thank you to indies who love romance. Yes, absolutely. And you know what? It was really interesting because we interviewed an author this week. I'm not going to say much more about it, but this author talked about how important the community of bookstores is. And I really feel like romance. It's a secret. It's a secret because you guys don't know about season four. Maybe we can preview season four at the end of this, everybody. Oh, and one more, for those of you who can't stick around the entire time or worried, we will eventually run the audio of this on the Faded Mates feed. It'll show up in your podcast feed, and we will probably put the um, video on YouTube. So if you can't make it tonight, please don't worry. You know, do what you have to do. You will still be able to hear these, all these words that we're going to say. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, you were sure the... We said, yay, Indies. Before we started, Sarah's like, I'm not ready. And I was like, that'll all work out. It'll be fine. Together, we will remember (laughs) all the things we need. So we are going to be joined tonight by an amazing crew of authors. And all of you, there are right now, from what I can tell, hundreds of people 
<laughs> here. And we are so excited to have you be a part of this. So um, we hope that you enjoy Bombshell. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about it before we bring on. We're going to have games. Some of the games, you will be able to like sort of say what you would do in the chat. And then I will also put everything on Twitter or um, Instagram in the next couple of days. So all of this will be sort of an ongoing Bombshell celebration. Um, okay. And so, giveaways. Go ahead. And yes. giveaways. Yes. So in every, we're going to basically, the, let me explain the evening. So in a couple minutes, we're going to bring on our first group of authors. There'll be four different groups of authors that'll be on for about 20 minutes, and then we'll transition to a new group. And then for each of those groups of authors, we will be doing a giveaway. And Sarah, do you want to say what it is that you're giving away? Because it's pretty spectacular. Yes, I do. I'm giving away, or we are giving away four batches of 10 books, each one written by one of the authors who is joining us tonight. Oh, Maddie. <laughs> Maddie's here, Maddie's, everybody. I'm Maddie's like, did you say I girl gang? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, yeah, so you will win. So four of you will win 10 books, a 10 book prize pack from one book from each of the amazing writers who've joined me tonight. And yeah. it's going to be great. And I just want to say thank you to all of their publishers. I was totally prepared to do this myself. And all of their publishers were like, we got you. We want to be in the girl gang. Amazing. So. And special thanks to um, a lot of people behind the scenes who helped out tonight. Linda and best friend Kelly and Brittany are in the chat. And they Brittany is William Morrow, also William Morrow tonight. Um, if you have questions, they will be putting links. They will be, you know, sort of keeping everything going. So if you have a question for one of them, they can also help you in the chat. So thank you to all the people who are making this possible. Okay, Sarah, we have a couple more minutes before our first group joins us. Um, I'm here. What do you want to tell us about... Um, let me think about it. Your, the, the most fun scene you had writing. What was the most fun scene to write in this book? The bar brawl. That sure. was not even My, Also the most I mean, fun was, to read. That was so <laughs> fun. And I'm not really spoiling anything. It's like chapter four <laughs> of the book. Um, you will meet all of the bells finally when you get, well, you meet all yes. the girl, bells right away, but um, you'll get a little bit more of a taste for them in chapter, I think it's four, it might be three. Um, and they go to the place, which is their safe spot, like sure. the place where they are safe and, um, protected and they are able to be themselves. Um, and they have the corner booth, the corner table in the dark and the Duchess drinks champagne and Imogen talks about explosives and Adelaide gets angry at anything that is unjust and Cecily, um, bombshells her way through the building. And uh, yes. then there's a bar, because there is the tavern, and because Joanna Shoup says that every Sarah McLean novel has to involve someone getting justifiably punched in the face, where better for that to happen than in a bar brawl? It's amazing. So it so, does happen, and there's a hero there too, and it's yeah. really fun. It was really fun to write. So a lot of questions Which was the in the whole chat. Point. Like, oh yeah, the go whole ahead and point say of this more about that. Right. The whole point of this whole series was like, how far could I make it? Like, yeah, I had a post-it note on my wall that just said, like, make it fun. And like, anytime I thought, well, this could happen or this could happen. I was like, which way is more fun to read? 
Um, so I really took the most bananas path through the woods. And um, this is it. Now you get to read it. <laughs> okay. Before we bring on our guests, there are lots of questions in the chat about what the order of the rest of the books will be. So I think you could tell us that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think we said it on the podcast this morning. Um, the next book is Adelaide's. Um, and, and the Duke of Claiborne. <laughs> the Duke of Claiborne. Um, and then the next book after that is Imogen's. Um, Imogen, you mean? <laughs> Sorry, you guys. I'm Imogen, my um, explosive expert. Today, somebody tweeted today, like, I'm reading Sarah McLean's book right now, and I'm pretty sure one of the side characters just invented the Molotov cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, she did. That's Imogen. Um, so Imogen is number three. Um, and you will discover who her hero, her hero is as you read the book. Yeah. Um, I don't want to spoil that for you. And uh, then the Duchess, the one who rules them all. Of course. Amazing. Okay. So you have we, to save the big Duke for the end, right? Well, obviously, of course. Of course. I mean, you know, the Duke of Claiborne second and then... The Duchess's Duke will be number four. Yeah. Um, okay, wonderful. Okay, so I think we're gonna have Brittany bring on our first group of authors. Um, so everybody take a second. We are gonna be bringing up um, it is, let me look at my own list, Kate Claiborne, Andy Christopher, and Sophie Jordan. Woo! Hi. Hello. Okay, I'm also going to share my screen because we are going to start you off with a little bit of a game. So, as one does. Uh, let's see. I just want to say down. while Jen is doing this that in chat and then also there should be a green bar at the bottom of the screen, but you can find all the you can find links to books written by all of the guests all night long on the chat and at that green button at the bottom of the screen. And they okay. are, uh, I believe they are my favorite books by all of these people. So perfect. I get that too. Okay. I got so I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself. And in order to do that, everyone, I'm going to ask you to choose your fighter from one of these famous girl gangs. Um, can everybody see that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say anything more. I'm just going to let you choose whoever wants to go first. Can go first. Choose your fighter, however you d determine that. I think Sophie Jordan should go first because I know who she's going to pick. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Sophie Jordan. And if you know me even a tiny bit, you know I'm going to pick the Golden Girls. And when you were talking about girl games earlier, I was like, the Golden Girls. They're like, you. they're like, my girl gang. And here you are. Sure. Like a gift to me in that photo. Amazing. All right. Why are they your girl gang? I mean, just tell us, like, what's, what's the appeal? In a sense. Um, the friendship and the fact, I mean, they throw down for each other all the time. But then I love how they, they, they don't um, let, and I believe this for true friends, they don't let any of them get away with anything. You know, they don't let them, you know, do anything they yeah. shouldn't be doing, at least without questioning them. They don't let them lie to themselves. They're just, they're, that's a true friend. The true, you know, when you're about to do that really stupid thing you shouldn't do, a true friend should say something. And that's who they yeah, are. And, 
I love people in the chat saying who their fighter is. We are going to have four rounds of who's your fighter, so don't worry about it. You'll have more chances to weigh in later. Okay, Kate, what about you? I mean, it's going to be Dorothy from the Golden Girls. <laughs> oh, <you're laughs> like, I, have a <laughs> I don't need to, I mean, and I don't think I need to explain it. I think that when I've said it, everybody <laughs> Dorothy. Everybody was like, of course. That makes sure. sense. Oh, yeah, Dorothy's my fighter, and I love her. Sure. You could have maybe chosen, like, she, I feel like, she, yeah. You could have chosen, like, She'd the nerdy in a fight in, from Ghostbusters, Kate. You might have gone that way. Oh, have I seen a movie in the last 10 years? <laughs> Probably it's not. Hard to say. <laughs> so, it could be that the Golden Girls, I'm drawn to it because it's uh, most familiar to me. There you go. All right, Andy, what about you? Are you going to break the Golden Girls streak? Or are they still your team? Absolutely not. I'm picking Blanche for the Golden Girls. And, <laughs> and I think if you know me, you know why. Sure. Okay. All right. Well, sorry, like Wonder because, Woman. Like the Golden Girls, for a certain group of us, for many, for a lot of us, the Golden Girls are like an aspirational girl gang. Like it's yeah. like someday we'll all be free to be girl Golden Girls. Like, sure. Clean the house. Kate's calling me a tramp. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> no. Right. Oh yes. Right. We're all the same age as the Golden Girls were in the show, which is terrible. So we're not going to talk about that today. We're not going to talk about it. Okay. So um, everybody, welcome to the show. Um, everybody's, I think, what are we going to say about Bombshell? What do you guys want to ask Sarah? Kate, come prepared, has done the reading. So. <laughs> Wait, no, but that, that's not fun. I want to talk to them about their girl gang because they've all okay. written girl gang. So I'm Sarah, take it away. You're in charge. My, my day. So wait, I want to talk because each of you has written a group of women who are tops, right? Andy's written the series. Wait, what did they call? What is the name of the series? We had to talk about this. No, the Nolans. So the Nolans, but it begins with not the not the girl you marry. Yes. And, and then not that kind of guy, and then hot under his collar. And Kate has written the Chance of the Lifetime series. Um, my favorite in that series is Best of Luck, but there's there are two other books, and that's about three best friends who buy a lottery ticket. And then Sophie, your wait, what's the name of the series? The Sins of the Wicked Duke series. Like every single one, right? Is you is united by females. Um the Dukes, I mean, I have my debutante files, <laughs> my school for right. school for virtuous girls, where they bond over right. their abuse at a, you know finishing school wait so can we talk about and i feel like all three of these are really different groups of women so can you talk about like how you think about writing why you put why groups of women are so important in your books and why they look the way they do okay i'll start i can't deal with the, that yeah. awkward silence um <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, I have a really hard time writing a happily ever after unless I'm able to write people surrounding the main characters who are checks for them. Um, for me, like the happily ever after is going to feel less stable unless there's a friend that you can text uh, like at six o'clock and be like, he doesn't know how to load the dishwasher or whatever. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is what lasting relationships are about. And um, yeah, so it's, it's important to me. I can't imagine writing a romance without it. 
Yeah, I feel like you have to like have the idea of like the heroine having like a complete life without the hero. I feel like it would feel weird for her to like to like drop in sort of this like sort of orphan soul into and then expect her to be able to find love. And I also think about like I'm writing like sort of romantic comedies and so there's always the sidekick friend. Like you always have like a friend who's rooting for you. But then I like to always have like the friend gets her own book. So and like you want to gather romance new people. Yeah, it's all of romance, but like especially like film rom coms. And so not the girl you marry is sort of loosely based on how to lose a guy in ten days. And that like leans heavily on like this group of girlfriends. That's what like the catalyst. So I wanted Sasha, the hero in Hot Under His Collar, to be like a foil for Anna. But then it it sort of made her a little bit more challenging to write because I was like, Oh, she's sort of a foil for the heroine I most identify with. So we'll have to go. Yeah. Can I tell you something interesting as I was doing a little research for the show and for, um, you know, for show notes, you know how sometimes we stay on the podcast, like we go to Goodreads and I look up like, you know, sports romance. There is not a Goodreads list yeah. of girl gang romances. And I was like, maybe that can be a little something that we all take a hit at doing because this one that is something, this right? Is That's something we all need. Here tonight. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it is really interesting that that is um, like, it's so important to, to these characters, but it's often, I feel like only recently has become the defining way that you would describe the series, right? The elevator pitch would be like, it's a girl gang. Well, cause in the old school, in the olden days, there were never friends. It was always like a girl on an island. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or it was like always a rival, always an enemy someone who's always there to stab your back. But look, I mean, I went, I started out my life at a girl's school. I don't think I talked to a boy till I was 15, you know? I am sure I'm going to end my... So I began my life surrounded by women. And I'm probably going to end my life living in a house somewhere with my golden girls, you know? A girl can dream. Dream. <laughs> I have that dream with several different groups of friends. So we're just going to buy a commune. That'll be what it is. <laughs> but also, I think it's important. Like, there's this shift. And, and I, th- I thought about it a lot when I was writing Bombshell. That heroes, at the, at the happily ever after now in, in books that are being written now often feels like the hero is brought into the girl gang rather Mm -hmm. like the girl having her relationship separate from, or and often like intense with the hero and not with her friends anymore. Um, Friends are no longer just like a catalyst to move the book forward. They are really there and he has to be part of it. Um, Yeah. So Okay, so before we go on to the next little topic, I have another little fun game. Now, for all of the authors in the waiting room texting me and telling me they don't think on their feet, I just want you to know that these games are going to repeat, if that makes you feel any better. Okay, so <laughs> you are my guinea pigs, everybody. You three. Okay, but again, I, I think it's right. Okay, so I'm going to share a new game, which I am calling Name Your Tavern. <laughs> because um, let me go ahead and go. Um, in Bombshell, Caleb owns some taverns, and so one of them he owns, of course, is the Bell in Hand in Boston and in London with uh, Serafina, the Singing Sparrow. So I would like you to name your tavern using either the noun in noun convention or the adjective <laughs> noun convention. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that's I an adjective and a noun, Kate. Bold <laughs> choice, but okay. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Okay. I knew you'd be first, Andy. I knew it. I believe in you. Here we go, Andy. I, I'm breaking the rules, by the way. I'm calling it Stern Brunch. Of course, of course you are. <laughs> See? Know your wait, brand. Is it, is it, wait, is it Daddy's apostrophe S? Apostrophe S. Stern Brunch Daddy's. Yes. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Or it could be Stern Brunch Daddy's, and then it's, then it's a gay bar, and... Honestly, that sounds like more fun. So, sure. <laughs> okay. Anyone want to take a take a swing at this one? Well, I mean, I write historicals, so they're going to be historicals. I personally always like cock in the title, so you know, of course, yeah. of course, yeah. maybe cock in. Oh, I kind of like the idea of cock in basket, like cock in. I don't know something with. There you go. Very dirty. I like it. Yeah. That's going to be in the next Sophie Jordan book. That's right. The cock sure. And then you can just thank the bombshell launch crew. Okay. I'm going to do noun and noun. Of course. And mine's going to be. Uh, I'm going to pick a different preposition instead of in for in between. Okay. Going to be bold. Anger at capitalism. That's what my that is your brand. <laughs> and I, I would like for sure drink there. Yeah, sure. I think we all would. Absolutely. Yeah. You Absolutely. would have to have a very strict no like rose in your like in your Twitter profile rule at the door just to make sure. Yeah. You don't get like that. <laughs> the truth is, I wouldn't have a tavern. I have this thing drinking a cup of tea. So, it could be a tea shop. It could be a tea shop. Why not? You just have call it that. Yes. Sure. It's more on brand, I feel like. Yeah. Having a tea shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kelly was over later. She's like, Well, what would you do? This seems so pressure filled. And I looked around my house and I said, The dead orchid, because I have killed houseplant recently, I think. Wow. Yeah. The dead houseplant, maybe. I'll just like. Okay. Okay. All right. So we have, um, okay. So we talked about girl gangs. So one of the things that I know that Sarah wants to do, and we still have a, a, about 10 minutes with this group is, um, I do want you to all talk about like, what's a project that you are thinking about next or what's something that, and again, it doesn't have to be like, I'm writing it, but just like, here's something I've thought about, or here's what I think would be a really fun romance or something you've read that you loved and you want to recommend. So it can be kind of free form a little bit, but what's been exciting you lately? Everyone just sort of puckered up like, oh, you're one our secret project? No. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, okay, fine. I'm sorry. I backed right off of that. Can you see me down? Also, it's like, I'm like, or something you read. Okay, Sarah knows I have a fixation on dirty romances. And I'm not talking dirty like naughty, although that is true. But like, I mean, I love prison settings. I love end of the world. I mean, like where, you know. They're clean yeah. they because they bathed in the creek they found or the well or something, you know. And you read Uncharted. No, what? what's today? Is this Uncharted by Adriana Anders? Oh, yeah, they're in Alaska. They're filthy all the time. It's survival in the world. prison planet. I am there 100%. And I have all these ideas for it. But I'm thinking, you know, if I actually sat down and tried to write one, it might take away the magic of when I get to read Yeah, it. just enjoy so it. Can you write them for me? That's what I want. Fair. Okay. Yeah. Andy, what about you? What are you loving? 
Well, I'm obsessed with Formula One. And oh, I'm interesting. Yeah. So I'm obsessed with specifically two race car drivers, Lewis Hamilton and Daniel Ricciardo. And as, as, as anyone who knows me knows, I love an MMF. And so that's something that's in my head. Um, I'm not currently writing it, but um, every race morning I am thinking about you know, running off with two Formula One drivers who are also secretly in love with each other, even though they hate each other because they're rivals. That's that's what's upsetting. That's okay. your that's your id. That's, that's <laughs> I feel like this is like for some reason though, it feels like sports romance is just in the air. It's like the oh, Olympics yeah. plus that's, Ted Lasso. Yeah. Like it yeah. just feels like now's the time. Yeah. So have you ever read sports romance out there? Do it, Andy. There's a great. NASCAR series by Aaron McCarthy that you might enjoy if you haven't read that. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to check that out. But the Formula One is so glamorous because they're like breaking champagne and breaking champagne. Yeah, I don't think I actually know anything about the different kinds of racing, so I I could be completely. Formula One has giant outside wheels. Like and Danica, German Italian. Yeah. Okay. No, she's NASCAR. <laughs> sounds. This sounds. Like I didn't even know. Formed group. Wait. Oh shoot! We learned that from somebody we can't talk about. I was going to tell people a fact about NASCAR, but it's a secret. <laughs> At the end. Season Put it in four. A season, All right. Season four. Kate, what have you been loving lately? Um. Okay. Yeah. I'm definitely not going to talk about anything I'm thinking about or working on because everybody knows I'm very superstitious about sure, things of like course. that. Okay, I'm going to say two things. One thing I have been enjoying, this is really weird, but like everybody, my reading has been really screwed up by the pandemic. So one thing I've really actually been enjoying is listening to people talk about books that are definitely not for me, but that I really... So you just listen to Faded Me. So... Like I listen to the Faded Mates Dark Romance podcast. That is not something I'm going to be able to get into for lots of reasons, but I loved listening to the discussion. I very much enjoy everyone talking about that Minotaur book. It's oh, yeah. cool. Did you listen, did you listen to, um, to Aaron and Clayton? I'm, yes. <laughs> yes. So it's just really fun listening to people love books, even if there are books that I know that maybe I could not handle, but I love it. Um, and then I recently read a book that is coming out soon that I really loved that I would put on a raise radar. And it's, um, do you guys know Therese Bahari who writes really yes, great romance? So great. So mm-hmm. She has written this um, book called, and they lived happily ever after. And it's got this like m- sort of magical realism component to it. And it is delightful. And the heroine is funny and a little mean, and I like that. Um, I, love <laughs> I really loved that book, and I, I was that. I was thrilled about it. It's so good. Yay! What say the name again, and maybe we can get Kelly to find it and put it in the chat so people can yeah, pre-order. It's called, maybe it's called "And They Lived Happily Ever After." Perfect, perfect. Sarah, what about you? Are you have you been reading anything lately? You're our special guest. We're here for you. um what have i been reading yeah well i can't i've been reading i can i say what i've been reading i feel like i have too many secrets it's terrible yeah i know um what so i've been doing a lot of rereading i reread all my favorite books by this group over the last couple of weeks which was really fun and then um what else have i been doing i read i'm gonna say it 
I read Christina Lauren's new next book, and it yeah. was perfect. We will be talking with perfect. Christina and Lauren in like group four. So we'll, yes, it's pretty fun. It's amazing. It was so good. I also read that Minotaur book. It <laughs> yes. was really spent a lot of time thinking about 24 ounces of liquid, which feels like a <laughs> lot. I put a visual aid on Twitter for people who were like, that seems, it is like three cups, three cups of liquid. <laughs> too much, too much liquid. <laughs> yeah. You can make, um, yeah. So that's what I've been doing. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. As we are, okay, we have one more thing to do before, this one's really funny. So a really big thing in Bombshell, if you even read the first chapter, you know, is there's a lot of talk about Victorian era fashions. So our next little game, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really cute, you guys. This Sarah, I was like, Sarah, what do you, I, you described them all, but like, what, what do these actually look like? So here is an example. Sarah, do you want to say where this lovely, uh, dress Yeah, I saved the books. I, you I have, have a book. the books. It's color. So I have a book. I have a book. It's okay. called Georgian and Romantic Era Fashion Plates. 1830 yeah. to 1839, and that is from 1839. Right sure. When this so, happens. so they are making oh, fun of all the fashion. Atrocious. So together, this is not an individual. You can all work together on this. What do you think the name of this outfit is, and where might you wear it? Listen, it looks like you wear it to read casually. <laughs> well, that's why I put this in for Kate. I, I thought she'd enjoy that part. You lay about. That's what you wear. Lay How would you lay? It's so big. What's the structured underneath there? Or sit lounging. It looks like a toilet paper. Too much. Like you know that you like that your grandma would make and put it over her toilet paper. Grandma used to always say something looks like it was made out of the draperies, and that looks like it was made out of the draperies. Like Scarlett O'Hara just like pulled something off the wall. Does. Yeah, I'm also fascinated by like the hair, like those big ringlets. Oh. It was not a good look, right? Scrape <laughs> tight, then ringlets. It also looks like why, you know what this this is like the wear on your body equivalent of a duvet cover. You know how like when you have to put a duvet <laughs> cover on and you want to like kill yourself and everybody else. That's what this dress looks like. That's Amazing. What I call it. Yes. I think I would want to dress like I was poor. It's like even I wouldn't want to be poor, but I want to dress like it. That's just <laughs> well. Now you know why Cecily Cecily decides that she's going to spend like all the debutantes in London new new clothes, better clothes, because right? Because it's terrible. She can't deal. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to the okay. second question, I would not wear it. <laughs> You're like no. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my me. <laughs> I don't think it's anyone's look. Queen Victoria's look only. Yeah. Um, we, I just want to make an announcement. So Brittany is going to, oh wait, let me stop sharing. Um, Brittany is going to oh. kind of be exiting some of you and bringing new people in. So thank you so much to the three of you for being here. And long you so thank you for coming. Happy release. Um, I want to announce that Crystal Ruiz was our winner for this round. And 
Crystal, Linda will be yeah, contacting Crystal. you by, via email. Like we have your email that you registered with and you um, will be able to set up how you're going to get your books, which is so exciting. Um, so we are, uh, and if Crystal, if you don't hear from Linda for some reason, just um, contact one of us and we'll figure it out. So our next group that is coming on is... You know what this feels Kennedy. like, Jen? It feels like a... a birthday party where like we it kind of we would be at a bar we would be at the place and at the place we could just come when they feel like it well and i want everyone to know there's only like six people allowed at a, t- at a time so that's why there's this like sort of process where we're like some people are leaving and some people are coming in because it's just like the limits right. of the technology our booth only sits six people kennedy Hi! Yay! <laughs> amazing Yay! Hi, ladies. Hi. How are okay. you? Hi, Sarah. Good. How are you? While we are waiting um, for, oh, here we go. Is Here's a question that had many upvotes, Sarah. Um, since your series tend to overlap a little bit, do you have a large map with everyone's location if they're all existing at the same time? <laughs> I do. And you know, if I, so I switched these some of these guys know this facetiming with me but ordinarily my computer is facing the opposite direction in this room and it's facing the giant map of london has all the stickies on it i will put it we will put links to it and we will put it on the faded made feed and i will post it to my instagram feed so you can see the map but i do and i know where everybody is yeah not at all times but i know like generally where people are. right we want a map yeah okay perfect also, that is good I, to know i'm very i'm like i'm a very um i'm very uncreative and so i use this map also to name people um all of the all of the titles that are in all of my books with the exception of the duke of claiborne who's named for for kate who is just here and uh well and i is and adelaide I frampton most of them are street names is Adelaide Frampton, Megan Frampton? Frampton. Yeah. Sure, I figured. I so. <laughs> yeah, so just nice. stay tuned, everyone, because you all might end up in books, because I'm getting See? very uncreative. <laughs> <laughs> running out of time, everybody. Really running out of ideas. <laughs> okay, everyone, if you are new and just walking in, we are playing Choose Your Fighter as you introduce yourself. You have a new set of fighters. So you have to, uh, Kennedy, you can go third because I don't want you to feel stressed. You can have some time to think first. about your feelings. <laughs> okay. You're like, I know. Okay. Oh, so she's ready. She's ready. <laughs> go ahead. Kennedy, you're going first then. Choose your fighter. Round two. Are you were serious? I'm going first? No, yes. I'm just kidding. Yes, you're going first. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I mean, I think if I, if, if I don't choose Beyonce, they revoke my beehive card. So sure. I have to say Beyonce <laughs> for obvious reasons. I mean, world domination and badassery. So yeah. I have to say Beyonce. Hard to beat it. Hard to beat Beyonce. So. Yep. All yeah. right. Alexis, what about you? Uh, so I'm torn because... Like they were a really good girl gang in nine to five, uh, and I feel like <laughs> like I'm thinking of the Survivor video. They really were from Destiny's <laughs> Child, and like that's a good girl gang too. But I think I have to go with Girls Trip. Yeah, I well, mean, that's a good one. Oh. Like Queen Latifah, very on brand for the on your side <laughs> for the bombshell, right? <laughs> Perfect. And Diana, welcome. Hi, How about you? 
I would choose uh, Queen Latifah, of course. I mean, to me, I I'd want her fighting for me anytime. Right. Um, <laughs> yes. We actually, Kelly and I, uh, there's two more sets of this. And we think the only person who repeats is Queen Latifah. I think was in the previous slide because of living single or am I, did I give it away? Sorry, Kelly, maybe it's later. So, um, oops, but, uh, yeah, Queen Latifah all day, all night. Okay. Well, Sarah, do you want to ask your, wait, can I want to just say book? that I would wait. Oh yeah. Would, who are you? Can sorry. I just say though? Like, I, yeah, I would obviously pick Furiosa so I could just hang with Tom Hardy in the desert. As I mean, long as it took on brand, on brand for you, Sarah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. no. Anyway, even though apparently they didn't like each other, but it's fine. So, uh, hi everyone! Thanks for thanks for being here. So, here's what I want to say: All three of these women inspired me when I wrote Bombshell, um, and I want to say why because Kennedy Ryan basically dragged me over the finish line when I was Same. writing Bombshell. Same. <laughs> Because no one else writes at night. <laughs> and so it's just me getting in the dark. <laughs> and yep. honestly, it would not have been finished without Kennedy. Right. And then um, time with pee breaks. <laughs> exactly. And Alexis is so Alexis's like thoughts about like plotting and structure. Anytime I was like, I'm stuck, there was always a moment where Alexis would be like, well, I read this book, or have you thought about this book? And I really, like, having Alexis in your crew is like having somebody who just, like, knows everything there is to know about structure. And that's so amazing. And I was, I valued that so much. And then Diana wrote this, like, heroine. And I was like, what the Oh, yeah. This heroine is in a knife fight on chapter <laughs> one. <laughs> Diana Quincy is fucking bringing it. And now I have to, like, I have to climb up to meet her. So um, her night was a real inspiration. Yeah. Was a real inspiration. So I just want to thank all three of you for how much you really did make Bombshell happen. Um, and then on top of it, you were all part, you were all there during 2020, which was so hard. So can we talk about the books that you all yes. have come, you've all read the book that came really recently. And I wonder if you could talk a little bit, like, how did you, you get, how did you get there? Because it's a lot these days. Alexis, why don't you go ahead and go books. first? Yeah. Uh, there was a siren outside, so I oh. muted myself. <laughs> okay. Um, what was it like writing this book? Yeah, and what is the book? So yeah. tell us about well, the book. Well, tell us yeah. about the book and what the, what like kept you moving well a done. lot like Adios. So the book is a lot like Adios. It comes out three weeks from today on September 14th. And um, writing it, I have such like a weird memory of it because I don't really remember like the beginning of the year that well, um, if any of us do. And I just, you know, I was plotting it and I was like, okay, these people are going to be like stuck in a house together and it's going to be like super hot forced proximity. And then suddenly I was stuck in my one bedroom apartment. <laughs> and I was like, this is not that sexy actually. <laughs> so trying to figure out, how to manage that while also kind of being in my own forced proximity situation and trying to write a book. 
uh, was a challenge, but it, um, you know, these did anything characters... like inspire you? Did anything inspire me? Um, I just knew I wanted them to like get it on earlier in the book than in whole. I appreciate it. I just want you to know I appreciate it. A plus. Thank you. I believe I texted Sarah. I was like, they are doing it fast and I'm here for it. I was like, you know what? This is the end of act one day. Like, spoiler yeah. alert. Um, this is what I mean. Act one, Alexis talks like this. It's useful. <laughs> I do. I even like, I memorize like the chapter numbers. I'm pretty sure they're, this is unbelievable to me. For somebody who is, I, I don't. I don't know what acts are. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yes, you do. Words. Sarah. <laughs> um, and then I got stuck. And I was stuck for a few months on, on that scene, actually, like really trying to get it right. And then I had to, I just had to stop and release Ola. And then I was like, okay, I have three weeks to write the rest of the book. And I did. <laughs> so. Well, that'll look for you. <laughs> I spent longer Yay! than that. And that comes out info. Don't worry. in two weeks, right, Alexis? Uh, it comes out in three weeks from today. When is it out? September 14th. Great. Perfect. You can pre-order that from any of the independent bookstores that are hosting this event. Yeah. And Linda will be putting links in the chat, everybody. Diana, what about you? Oh, yes. My book is, um, like, I forgot my own title. The Viking made me do it. Um, (laughs) And in this case, the heroine dislocates somebody's... uh, joint in the first scene so i'm keeping up with that um uh, it's a question like how we managed to finish a book during the pandemic during the election year and yeah or like what made you like what inspired you to do it um well the 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 bones well the heroine is um her she's the daughter of arab immigrants as am i so um i really wanted to write um uh, an ethnically diverse heroine. This is my first series. Um, all my previous series have been straight white um, heroes and heroines. And so I really wanted to bring something different to it. And it's been so much fun. And um, some of the some of the emails and some of the response I've gotten, uh, people seeing themselves and they've never seen themselves in historical romance before. Um, so that's that's been a lot of fun. Um, the There was actually a bone setter um, around, well, more late 1700s, and she was such a character that I thought, you know, she would come to, like, the local tavern and set up shop, and um, everybody, she was apparently big and ugly, and, um, sorry, is that for me? Um, and, and but she was quite the character, and I was so inspired by this whole idea of a bone setter, and I found some more, I found some original materials about bone setters, and, um, so, I mean, that just, I just went with it and it was so much fun researching and learning about it. And, um, and you know, we were in quarantine, so there was nothing, it's not like I could leave the house. So right. it wasn't that hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, so. I guess I'll just sit here and write this. Diana, thing. have you, have you read Lindsay Fitz- Fitzharris's book about medicine? It's like James Lister's, like it, it starts no. with Lister, but, um, oh my God, you have to, because there's this great talk about a guy I really want to write a book about, but is gross. Um, there was a surgeon in the early 1800s and he was like notoriously the greatest surgeon who had ever existed in London because he was like six foot seven. And so he could lean over a body and, um, 
and uh, sever a limb with an under five seconds because he was so strong, which is, you know, speed is what you want when you're being, you know, <laughs> have the limb taken off without anesthesia. And so he's fascinating and it begins with this whole story about him and I'm like, he's so sexy. And then I was like, wait, this isn't sexy at all. But, <laughs> so wait, wait, what's the name of the book? Thing. So, <laughs> it's called... Well, I'm if Sarah text looks for it, let's right, have the Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah, Kennedy yeah. yeah, Kennedy, we still want to hear from. So Sarah yeah. will look for it and okay. put it in the chat or we'll let everybody know. Yeah. No offense, <laughs> Kennedy. I'm sorry you got disrupted by amputation. I don't oh, know. No, a good amputation sorry, is always it's important. appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> the butchering art. Thank you. Okay. Um, I yes, wrote, that's what it's called. I wrote real um during Yay. the pandemic so beautiful uh and like sarah said we kind of dragged each other across the finish line uh with these books i could not have written real without sarah it was a really difficult it's been hard for me to create during the pandemic anyway i this is this was my second book i wrote during queen during um the pandemic i wrote queen move at the beginning of the pandemic and then i wrote yeah. real and i they're getting harder and harder <laughs> like the longer we're locked down the yeah. harder they seem to be getting yeah. but um real was inspired for me is i see this and i think everybody probably sees this huge renaissance going on like a in black hollywood you know and um i was inspired by movies like sylvie's love you know like um the billy holiday biopic like just all of these movies and projects that seem to be reaching back and kind of reclaiming um narratives and i was really really inspired by all these black creatives like adelaide hall who um a lot of people may not know and that's kind of the whole point of a lot of what i was writing is that there are all of these black creatives who contributed significantly to the landscape of our culture and their contributions have been lost you know we know billy holiday we know sarah vaughn but there's all these, you know, creatives who um, have gone on kind of overlooked. And so it's not historical. People kept asking me, oh, Kennedy, are you writing an historical? No, I was not. Um, but in the <laughs> There's a movie, a Harlem era Renaissance movie inside of a contemporary story. And it's a director who's making this biopic and he finds, you know, his girl like he finds he's been looking for months and months for the star. And he finds her as an understudy on Broadway with like her one night um, where she's, you know, stepping into the spotlight. And he happens to be in the audience and he grabs her, you know, and he he puts her on and it's kind of their journey. But then the story of the this fictional character who is a composition of um, Bessie Smith, Billie Holiday, um, Adelaide Hall, kind of like this fictional composite of all of these badass women who were writing and singing and performing um, in the Harlem Renaissance era and beyond. And um, her story is also told. So it was um, quite a journey. <laughs> it's more like an epic, really, I would say, right? Almost. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's such like, like to it, right? I tend, I tend toward epic, you know, I tend yeah. toward kind of like big landscapes and, um, like, like very, yeah, yeah, and that's probably because I, you know, cut my teeth and imprinted with romance, you know, when that was kind of the that was what you did, yes, you know, the that's landscape. Right huge the story arcs were epic and you know that probably just kind of imprinted on me and I, I find myself defaulting to epic what I'm writing now yeah. is closer more intimate but I have to keep pulling myself back because I veer epic 
Okay, so we have about four more minutes in this group, and we got a great question in the in the ask a question from B in her book. So this is what we're going to do as we sort of like wrap up this section, which is um, B's question was: If you could have dinner with one character from a Sarah McLean book, who right? Who would it be, and why? That's a great question, right? So. I would, I'm going to start. I'll start. I'll give everyone. I would have, listen, I would invite the Duchess over and be like, what is your effing name? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I want to know. You took mine, Jen. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) I think I would want um, all of them. Sorry. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Diana. I was, I think um, I'd like to have dinner with Hattie. I think she's, uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, really all of your heroines, but, um, uh, you know, Hattie is running a shipping a shipping business. Uh, she's kick-ass. She's a big girl who, you know, goes out there and, you know, has the year of Hattie. I mean, I just love that whole setup. And and then this super hot, rough guy is into oh, yeah. her. So, I mean, uh, that's who I would want to have dinner with. Great answer. <laughs> I was going to say the Duchess because there's this mystery around her and I want to know mm-hmm. her story. And she's so, she, you know, deals in secrets. And I I, w- I was going to say her, but you said her. So I think Cecily is a great backup. Um, I love that she's, first of all, I love that she's a more mature character. I mean, we're in a space where 30 is considered a mature character. Um, Ancient. You know, I love that she's a mature character and she knows what she wants and she's badass and she's strapping weapons to her thighs and, you know, banging people across the heads with with table legs like that brawl scene. I, and, you know, the, the, the Sarah, I could see it on screen, like as the way it was playing out, the banter, like their banter, even in the midst of like knockdown drag out. Um, it was so good. I was like, I can just see this playing out on screen. And so I'll say Cecily. Great. Alexis, so, what about you? I think I would have a great time having dinner with Hattie or Cecily. Like, I think we'd get along really great. Um, but my very first thought was Chase. That was the of course. course. That's character. a good choice. That is a good line. I would just, I think it would be a fascinating conversation. She knows where all the bodies are buried. That's a good choice. Mm. Sarah, what about you? I would have dinner with Madame Hebert, who makes all the dresses. I don't want to talk about dresses, though. I want to talk about all the gossip that's going on in that dress shop. <laughs> oh, also, absolutely. Also, Madame Hebert never ages, so I'm pretty sure she's a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Amazing. <laughs> okay. So, Stone. Yes. Lady Batman. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> So as we oh wrap God, up this section, yeah, right? Exactly. We're like long time fan over here, uh, right? Oh um, as we wrap up in this section, um, uh, we I have a question for Sarah as we wrap up in this section, and like we sort of like get people on and off. But um, I'm also going to announce that um, our winner in this section is Marissa, no Twitter, or the Twitter, hand, no last name, Twitter handle E M D A N Y E L L M Danielle. So, um, you will get an email from Linda. So while Brittany is kind of taking this group off, thank you so much for being here and bringing the next group on Sarah, hey, a question so from much. the chat. 
with lots of upvotes is um, from Christina. Uh, no spoiler, she said, but I love how Nick and Nora are present in Bombshell. Are there any plans to write a Nick and Nora novella or short story? I would love to write Nick and Nora's short story. It would take place um, in parallel to uh, Brazen and the Beast because that is their book too. They are the secondary love story in Brazen and the Beast. Um, so I'm not going to say never, but I am going to say like right now, time-wise, that is a, um, it's a bit tight. But I do yeah. think that there is more, like they have a really beautiful love story, I think. And you can sort of see glimpses of it as it's happening in the background, which is part of the joy that I have with all of these people who are are with us tonight. Like one of the things that I really love about a romance novel is um, when it feels like the side characters are all living their like rich, vibrant, hi guys, <laughs> rich, vibrant lives, you know, in the background. Um, and that they don't just, they don't just exist when they are on page in the current book. Um, so that was Nick and Nora for me. And I, if I had had another 50 pages, I would have done it there. Hi! Yeah. Look who's here. Oh, all right. We are going to have you introduce yourselves. <laughs> With round three of Choose Your Fighter. And oh. the way this works is you can decide oh, how you would choose. But I know this is a rough one. This is like a real. No. All right. <laughs> choose Your Fighter. Anybody want to go? Yeah, I'll okay. go. I'm Joanna okay. Schubert. I take Rizzo every time. <laughs> every time. I take Rizzo. We're going to fight, Joanna. We're going to yeah. fight. Wow. No hesitation. Not one. Please. No. <laughs> no. Y'all go right ahead. Whatever. Dora Milaje, that is me. I am fighting Black Panther, my king, T'Challa, all the way. Yes. Black is beautiful. Love it. Sorry. Go there ahead. Go. But y'all fight over Rizzo. Go right ahead. I, I'm going to have... I'll, I guess I am Adriana, and I'm going to fight Joanna over Rizzo. You know, Queen Latifah is available. I would also just like to I mean, yes. Everybody. Yeah, right? Yes. I love her. Yes. I love her. I but, also love Drew more. This is... I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, Rizzo is not a character. Rizzo is a way of life. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fair. I think we're a mistake. We are... Confusing. <laughs> Stop the chanting for the Rizzo lifestyle. You guys, when I turned, listen, no. when I turned 41, Eric took me to a restaurant in the city that we, I had never heard of, like we have never been there before or since, but we sat down and we were eating our appetizers and then Stalker Channing was seated at the table oh next God, to me. Dear. And it was... The most incredible moment of my life. Like, and the whole time, Eric was looking at me, and you have, you all sort of know Eric. Eric was looking at me like, God, do not embarrass me. Please, God, do not embarrass me. Stay cool, Yolanda. What? What? When Stopper Channing is sitting on the same banquette as you, you're like, I can't, there's nothing to be said. Like, we are not, this is, we're not talking because Stalker Channing is sitting next to me. Be cool. <laughs> How many glasses of wine? Because about glass three, I might have turned and been like, there are worse things I could do and embarrass everybody. 
Three glasses. Three glasses. I, know, I, was, I was like frozen. I was paralyzed with, oh my God. <laughs> I feel like she would have broken into song with you. That would have been awesome. Well, and you're she such would've. a West Wing fan, Sarah. I mean, you're just like your whole brain probably. Abigail just... Bartlett is just mm. McCree brain. Just fuzz. And right. First yeah. Wives Club. She's in there from like iconic in five minutes that she's in the movie. Yeah. All right, so she's Sarah, do you want to talk American about <laughs> talk about why these American treasures are in our yes, these are our, our American yes. treasures too. <laughs> um, hi guys, these are three of my absolute favorite people who I turn to like all the time when I am struggling, and so I feel like. I, you all have heard me like really at the like the bottom of my like whole life. And so I feel like having you here is so was so important to me because it is so important to me that like I had a chance tonight to share the people I wished I had spent time with over the last year mm-hmm. with all of the readers who are here with us. So thank you all for coming. And I wish that you could please tell us, I want you to tell us a little bit about the books that you have out recently. I want you to talk about, um, Tracy, I want you to talk about the Girls Trip novels. And Joanna, I want you to talk about the Heiress Hunt and the Lady Lucky. And um, Adriana, I want you to talk about, will you talk about what's coming? Yes. Mm yeah okay all right Adriana go for it you're ready Uh, I'm like can you see the hotel door I'm 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 on vacation but also like talk about this they can buy this now and then we tell everybody what they're getting what they've won for the future and I appreciate you because I am on vacation I did bring your book but I forgot mine. So I appreciate <laughs> well, Here it is. I got Good you. Friend. I got you. So, yes. One Week to Claim It All is um, was my Harlequin Desire debut. And it's about an heiress. An, an heiress, kind of. She's a legitimate child of, like, a TV magnate. And when he dies, he picks her to be the CEO of his company and, like, overlooks his legitimate children. And... She's fighting for the CEO position with the guy who broke her heart 10 years before, who was like her dad's protege. So it's there's a lot of contentious moments. There's like an enemies to lover thing. There is a fist fight at the cloister. So I feel like, and I, by the cloisters, I mean the museum, not, a, not an actual like place of like worship. Um, that would be you're not far. supposed to fight at museums either. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I mean, it's like Manhattan and there was like an open bar. So, <laughs> so it, it could happen. But anyway, so anyway, so the that's one week to claim it all. And what I am working on now is, and I feel like I've been working on since I was born, it <laughs> is the first um, <laughs> book in a series called Las Leonas, which is um, a three um, Latina heiresses at the 1889 Paris World's Fair. And the first one's called A Caribbean Heiress's Guide to Paris. And it's um, a Dominican rum distiller and a Scottish whiskey distiller slash Earl slash secretly (laughs) plotting the demise of his father as the Duke. So I've read it and it's amazing. 
Yes, Jen read it and like <laughs> gave me like ICU treatment when I was like, it's garbage. But no, it's it's happening and it has some garbage. real Jessica Trent energy, and that is all you yeah. need. Yeah. Yes. I'm wondering why that hasn't landed in my inbox. But anyway, keep going. Keep going. I'm putting up the typos <laughs> next week. Okay. Um, okay. Tracy, we're going to, Joanna, we're going to ask you to go last. I'm going to ask Tracy go. We don't want to split up my Rizzo's. I don't want them to go right in order. Okay. Tracy. <laughs> Hi. Well, first, happy release day, Sarah. I'm so excited for you. This book is awesome and incredible. And I devoured it in like a day and a half, which, you know, since it took you so long to write, I mean, <laughs> of course, you know, I do. It was amazing. Um, and like Adriana, this shows how much I love you. I too am on vacation. My house is not well stocked like this, but I was I like, know. is that a bird? I have it. Yes. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I was like, but I have some books I behind can do me. That so. Look what I have. There you um, go. Ah, it's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> Yes. So but anyway, so I am happy to be here and happy to celebrate Sarah. Always, always, always love the girl gang. So excited to be here. Was that supposed to say What's your next else? book? What's your next Wait, book? Wait, but also Tracy? tell us about, can you talk about your next book or can you talk about these books? Or I, can talk do, about a little, I can little do with whatever you want. Those are my girl's trip series. Do both. Okay. Um, I'll be yeah, for free. our discussion. It's, Yes, it's my girls' trip series. It's based on, um, or it's centered around a group of four women who went to college together, and then every year afterwards they get together and go on vacation together. That was the first book in the series, Sweet Talking Lover. The second book is like Lovers Do. Mm. Um, the third, and someone the said book, hammock sex in the chat, and I was like, yes, that's what you need to know about that book, hammock sex. Before that's the like summer is over, put it in your means, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm going to have to tap that one. But I think I do uh, in the next book. So book three and four are coming. But in between, I am starting a new series. And this book comes out in June of next year. Um, it's called American Royalty. And it is about um, uh, an American rapper who goes to um, London and snags herself a prince. And it's going to be... Um, what is the name of the rapper, Tracy? Duchess. <laughs> yeah! There you go. I like it. Yes, our if Duchess that, is... Yes, can I tell you, if that is a plot that sounds interesting to you and you're like, I wish I had that now, you could check out Lotus Flower Bomb by Kenya Gory Bell. Yes. Which has a yes. rap? Is it is she the her? Uh, she a rapper? And then she goes to Japan. Is that what it is? Yes. I can't. It's been a while since I yeah. read it. So if you're like, yeah, I have to have that yeah. right now. That could be like a little bit of yes. a hold you over until you get Tracy's. Yes, a little. Yes, yes. Um, but yes, but I we're can't all. Wait. What we're all what? Everyone in this whole chat is writing duchesses very soon. Yes. So for lots Jen. of duchesses. Yeah, duchesses from us. So. <laughs> I'll edit your duchesses, everybody. Yeah. I was like, I'll edit your duchesses, but that's a you problem. Okay. Yeah. But, Ms. Shoop, how are you? Can't wait for you to read it. Tell us. Hi, everybody. Yeah. 
Hi. Joanna, what are you up to? I'm so excited to be here. Okay, what's the question again? I forgot. Yay. What are you working <laughs> on? What's about next? your girl gang? Right. And tell us, tell about, us about your girl gang. Well, tell us about your favorite. I'm going to be in charge. Tell us about your favorite girl gang in, in your books. And uh, I have one of them here. I'll just, oh no, I, this is a different one. Yeah. And I mean, tell us about this series too. Yeah. I mean, the oh. Uptown Girls, I think, are my, that was like my favorite girl gang. Fuck yeah, Florence. Yeah. Green sisters. I love people that just like wander out and like hear fuck yeah, Florence. I'm back. It's my no, party. Listen. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> no idea what it means. This is not um B and her books. B and her books would always just say fuck yeah, Florence every time the book came up. And that's that's what we all said. But then B got banned from Twitter or like put in Twitter, you know, jail for a while. So she had to stop saying fuck yeah, Florence. But we appreciate guys, and admire wait, her. I have a thing. Can, can I interrupt you, jo Joanna? Because I have of a course. very important announcement about being put into jail. Somebody told me today that they tried to review Bombshell on uh, barnesandnoble.com and they got put into swear jail for being the word hells. And I'm like, uh, this is a problem. This is a problem. <laughs> title. And it's right on the cover and on the page, Barnes and Noble. Oh. You know what? That's not good. Come Barnes on, and Noble mechanical bullshit. Come on, capitalism. That's not where okay. I thought that was going. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be about thighs. <laughs> Mentioned quite a bit right, in the book. Talk, listen, quite a bit. In the uh, book. That should have been the question. Can we? Can we talk about that? Can we talk thighs, Joanna? Sure. Well, can we, can we talk thighs? Joanna's the reason why Caleb has such nice thighs, actually, because and she doesn't know this, but Caleb is an American, and I was like, oh, about three quarters of the way through the book, I was like, oh shit, what are Americans wearing? And then I was like. <laughs> Joanna. <laughs> to help Joanna, what yeah. are Americans wearing? The best for the text from Sarah that was like, these clothes are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> 1830s, 1840s, these clothes are terrible. And I was like, I know. You got to go later to like the 1880s, 1890s, then they get better. <laughs> Awful. So funny. But you can put a man in pinstripes if he's American. Yes. So I did. And their pants and were the tight. world of and Adriana and, and Tracy as bisexuals are grateful to me. And you. We are. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> we okay. tell everybody about your like current series. <laughs> this oh, series. My, Sorry, we're, now I've had to decline. Yeah. Yeah, so the I yeah. wrote I wrote actually a lot of books during the pandemic. I wrote The Heiress Hunt, um, which is already out. I wrote The Lady Gets Lucky, which is out at the end of October. I wrote um, the story that ended up in um, the yeah. Duke I like the F anthology. Oh. I have to say, like I had so much fun writing this short story that um, you know Adriana knows. Like I I mean that like brought back my joy of of everything so that was yeah. like well and you all have the what's the one coming on december the rake rake, rake like, like the ruin yes oh and, so you're just going um, right i'm brand sure what am i thinking okay i don't know <laughs> so fun Okay, yes. I have a quick little game while we this like a one you haven't seen before, but I feel I feel really sure that this crew I've been saving it up for. Okay, so we have one more little game for you all. Um and 
It is called um, <clears throat> Danger Bang. Okay, Ooh. you can play together if you would like. You are a romance character, you, ladies. Right. You are in peril. You're in peril. What is the danger, and where will you bang? I mean, where will you bang? I'm gonna say that, like, they're like, I'm at the top of the Eiffel, I'm like going up to the top of the Eiffel Tower. There's an elevator misfunction, there might be a fire at the top, and we're just gonna bang it out while the elevator operator like figures her out. Just because I was just editing that scene at the Eiffel Tower today. <laughs> That is, in fact, a scene in the book, everybody, so you can just keep in mind, and it is delightful. There's I like your floor, you know. Wait, what did you say? That there's a fire or an explosion? There's like, it's possible this tower is coming down after yeah. 100 years, and you better yes. bang it at last, last chance. <laughs> because there's nothing else you can do. You're literally trapped in a metal cage, suspended up in the air. You've got a flask, <laughs> you've got a gun. And you've got a man. What else? Look, look, you got to spend that time somehow. In the chat, Norma was like, good game, Jen. And it was all caps. And I feel like maybe she was being sarcastic. And I think this is a great game. So I don't know, Norma. Sorry. Um, feel free to put your idea in the chat there. Okay. Um, Tracy or Joanna? Joanna was just like, where would you bang? I get it. But, you know. Tracy, any thoughts? No, this is, um, no. I've <laughs> I, I need no. time. That, I'm a slow writer, guys. It takes me like a year to okay. write. I'm slow. I so like the idea slow. Of, but if you're like, like, okay, I got it. I got it for Tracy. I got it. You're okay. on we'll help a you. deserted island. Your boat has sunk and you have swum to shore with a hot dude with great thighs. And there is nothing there but a hammock. Oh, and stop. <laughs> this was this gesture. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. 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 We would. Yes. We would do lots of hammock sex and in between Pilates because our cores need to be strong to do all of the hot <laughs> hammock sex. You guys, you figured Pilates. it out. I'm, I am proud of you. I really am. Okay. Um, I'm going to announce, we have a couple more minutes. Um, so I'm going to announce our winner for this section. Sorry, Kelly just sent it to me is um, Megan Cutler. So, Megan, Yay. if you're still in the chat, Linda will be contacting Yay, you. Okay. Um, while we are sort of transitioning people in and out, we have a question for Wait, Sarah. Can I just say, yeah, sorry, go ahead. don't yes. forget that Linda is posting book links at all of the indie mm -hmm. bookstores that are supporting us tonight. So, if you are interested in any of these authors, you should be interested in all of them. Go and buy their books from those stores. Thank you to Indies yeah, who love you. romance and put it Thank on their you. shelves. Thank you. Thank and you I'm sure you all, yes, are buying Bombshell. Get it. It is amazing. It's so good. Amazing. amazing. This is going to be an so amazing good. series. So much fun. It's so Can't good. Wait. Like, yeah. I'm mad at you. It's so good. That's yeah. how it's really good. <laughs> Meanwhile, okay, I Thank will say, you. I'm going to say one other thing. Adriana, one of the girl gangs I thought of putting in our, like, your group would be, would, was still Thelma and Louise, because I think of that as being you and me. But um, in the chat, when it was like, what, which character of Sarah's would you hang out with? You said Imogen, and I was like, well, because Imogen? No, that's you and me. Yeah. <laughs> I love Imogen. Yes. 
Okay. Um, Sarah, while we are transitioning to Christina and Lauren, I love you. Um, we have a question. We have oh, a question. Sarah. Congratulations. Sarah, another Sarah. Um, it says, hi, Sarah. My sister Hifsa is a huge fan and we received our copy of Bombshell today. Just wondering whether you had a music playlist or Pinterest board while writing this book and imagining this world. In fact, um, I don't have, I did not have a playlist while I was writing, but I had a lot of songs that like I would listen to them and then go, oh, wait a second. Like that feels like bombshell. Um, and my husband, Eric, who is, who all of you have heard me talk about before, somehow kept a list of all these songs and he made me a playlist, which I will post tomorrow. It's going out in my newsletter tomorrow. Um, so you can listen to all these songs, which are in fact the songs that I was listening to during Bombshell, but I'm not like clever enough to like keep <laughs> organized enough to keep a playlist. Um, but, and I will say, and Adriana just left, so I think this is important. Gaslighter came out while I was, the Chicks album mm. Gaslighter came out while I was writing Bombshell. And Adriana and I basically listened to Gaslighter exclusively for like a good solid month. So that's that energy there's like big gaslighter energy in this book absolutely hi, Christina Lauren. hi. okay Hello. Yay. we okay. talk about lauren's hair which is uh i perfect. do want to talk about lauren's hair because it. it's amazing i colored it for also the book. match the book yes it is also <laughs> christina apparently threads her own eyebrows so there's a whole oh my god her eyebrows we are need to be talking about here. wax i wax them they're so good yeah that's i don't even i could teach anybody skills. it's very we, we need a whole crowd cast we need a separate yes crowd cast a crowd cast for for these yes okay okay i know Before my answer do i go already yeah. oh <laughs> yes you can go already this is choose your fighter and there's only um, two of you, but there's lots of choices. So what are you going to go with? I mean, obviously I'm going so for the hidden figure scientists, ladies. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Tell us why. Well, because they're brilliant and they're badass and they yeah. just, they figured shit out. So of course that's what I'm going with. Look at them. Amazing. All right. Yeah. They're so that was awesome, easy. Right. I was getting nervous. Okay. Like who are we going to choose from? Christina really wanted nine to five. Just so you know. I did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you got Heather's instead. Okay. What um, about you, Christina? I, I, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll pick Heather's because I have like 80s hair. So <laughs> <laughs> no one in the 80s had it's hair that in had a there. cool color though, right? You could not That's... have a cool colored hair in the 80s. You could have like sun, orange, but it was like a bad thing. It was like sun. That's in. true. That's yeah. True. Or like you know when you dyed your hair in the eighties and you'd have like the like color around your hairline. We had a guy in my high school who dyed his hair black, and it was just like he dyed like half of his forehead. It was yeah, it's not right. Those were unfortunate times for hair dye. That's true. Sarah, do you want to weigh in on this? You have not really, but I feel like well, I watched. I watched a lot of Ocean's. I watched Ocean Eight, Ocean's Eight more than a few times while I was writing Bombshell. So I'm going to pick Ocean's Eight as my gang because I really like a heist. And I was like, how am I going to like how am I going to write heists? So I'm going to go with that. Yeah, perfect. I love it. For those of you who do not know, the newest up in the upper corner is Gunpowder Milkshake, which is a Netflix movie about a team of assassins. Those are lady assassins. Good? It, um, it is great. I watched it with Kelly and we had a great time. It was super fun. I've heard it's awesome. I haven't watched it yet, but now it's I will. It's very violent. If you're like a sensitive soul, there's like a lot of murder. I'm okay. But they're assassins, <laughs> so it's fine. 
You're fine with it because I think this is a perfect opportunity for you to maybe talk about the book that you will have coming out next summer. And your whole reason for writing it. It's okay. Said you said I read it. it. Yeah, I know. I, I saw. Read it. And I, I heard you say that. I was like, like Okay, so you guys, okay, wait, can I say I'm not gonna spoil anything about it, but it is so no, no spoilers. Like, talk about swinging for the fucking fences. And like yeah, big time. Him, like, I mean, just like not even a quite like we're not even in the ballpark anymore. It's amazing. It's Are we amazing. talking about this book? This is what you mean? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's I what you did. I, I have one to show. <laughs> oh, ooh, look at that. I don't either. Mine are all at the mailbox place. I have um, circled my favorite line in the book as soon as I got my copy. I'm not going to tell you what it tell is. Us. But you're not? I'm not going to say it out loud. Oh, oh, okay. Is it like too, anyway. is it too dirty? Is it no. Too dirty? <laughs> no, I just gave a really big clue, though. Oh, oh. Okay. Okay. So our book is, well, our book that came out in May was Soulmate Equation. But our, yeah, we have another book uh, <laughs> that's coming next year. <laughs> Soulmate Equation is in paperback yeah, next February. Started. So that'll be new for us because we've never had a book that was like hardcover release and yeah, then definitely. like nine months later. So that'll be weird. Um, but the cover for that is adorable. And then we have um, another hardcover coming next May. And it's we've been calling it Adventure Romance because we didn't have a title for so long. And so we have a title <laughs> now, but we haven't announced it yet, but it, hopefully soon. And it was so fun to write. It's like, I mean, I don't know. Now that you've read it, you guys have both read it. So you can say if you think it's fair to say it's like Romancing the Stone Meets the Hangover. I don't know yes. if that's a fair I comp. Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well done. Okay. <laughs> you think yeah, you that's figured it, it out. You know, I was yeah, typing well up a little thing about it when I was watching the other authors talk to you guys. And I was like, no, you're right. We'll just like release stuff about it later, I guess. But it was really fun to write. It was. It was so fun. Uh, drafting is like pulling teeth for me. And this was the most fun, easiest drafting process I think we've ever had. Yeah. Well, did you have the same thing that I had with Bombshell? Because I've been talking about Bombshell as like adventure romance too the whole time because I mm -hmm. don't know what else mm -hmm. to call it. Yeah. And so there is, it doesn't feel like there's an easy explanation. There's not an easy like bucket to step right. it in. But now it's not really romantic suspense. Books, so that makes me right? really happy. No, it's exactly. not romantic suspense at all. Right. So right. It's just like a riotous, Zompy. like rompy yeah. adventure. It's like a romantic um, caper. I just, yeah. Yeah. And I said at the beginning of this that I like, I always pick whenever I have like two choices, I just pick the, the wildest one. Yeah. And that feels like what you guys did here. You just were like, what's the fun way? I want to take the fun <laughs> journey. I hope so. I mean, that's awesome <laughs> to hear. Like, that's what we wanted it to be. Because it was sort of, we wrote it in, like, December through maybe February. And so it was, like, California yeah. was locked down again. And I was like, are my kids ever going to see another person their age? And, like, what's happening? And so it was just, like, escaping to the office to write this crazy-ass book was just the most fun. So. But I feel like the hallmark of a Christine or Lauren book is this idea of like, you guys come up with such an idea a really like crystallized, clear concept. And then you just mm -hmm. write, you just write it fearlessly. Like this, oh, this premise of this book, 
Tell everybody sure. about the soulmate equation. If you haven't read the soulmate equation, it's so great. It's terrific. The soulmate equation is like if somebody said to you, "We can find your soulmate through your DNA." Yeah. What mm-hmm. would you do? But you and then you find out you've yeah. already met them, and, and you're you like, hate them. "That's not right." Yeah, and you hate them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we talk but all I the time like about how hard it is whole... to do. Right. It's hard to do faded mates in a contemporary, but this is right. Yeah, we I didn't mean, think yeah. of that at the time, but we are totally going with it now. That's we sort of did. <laughs> it's about <laughs> well, I mean, it's like faded it's like actually sort of. In the title. <laughs> We're like it's That's right in there. <laughs> One question I think people must be really interested. So I'm sure you've answered it a million times. Is I think a lot of people until they see you together are like, wait, Christina and Lauren are two people. So how do you approach co-writing? Well, we like to be together to outline. So because, you know, if I was writing alone, I would probably pants it a lot more. Um, But because Mm -hmm. there's two of us, we need to have an outline. I know there's a lot of co-authors out there that do not need that in their process at all. And I think that's magical. So we like to be together to outline. We usually spend a few days together just like hanging out at one of our houses. Um, And that's like my favorite part because you get to spend some time talking about books and then you go do other things and then there's back to books. And then we separate to, she's in Utah and I'm in California. We write separately and then we edit, edit like crazy. Mm-hmm. So I have to say when we outlined Soulmate Equation, it was like the most, like, I feel like I only have about half the cylinders going at any one time. <laughs> and it was this like magic thing where everything was going so wonderfully. And then the very next book we went to outline, it was like, no chance of that happening because we couldn't be together. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. But so Sarah, did, did you work, you were writing this during pandemic? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how was that? I finished Daring and the Duke at the very, like a week before lockdown here. And then I wrote all of Bombshell. It was, um, it was hard, but it was also like, fanfic it was like fanfic of my life my like former life <laughs> Meaning, wow like, good job yeah. want, no no it was like it was like an exciting <laughs> fanfic of my very boring life but like it was this moment where I, I just wanted I wanted that life back I wanted to appreciate I realized like I had not appreciated just sitting bars with people or like hanging out with my friends and talking or seeing my family or you know being with somebody who I love outside in the world and remember places, they were so fun. (laughs) So then I wrote a place literally that would hold all of this fantasy space for me. Um, And then on top of it, I had been living for years, like for at least three years, the Hellspells had been in my head, like cooking. So I knew who they all were. I knew Cecily would be the heroine and I knew Kate obviously I knew Caleb. I knew I would get like people would come to my house with pitchforks if Caleb wasn't the hero. So like that all was sort of yeah. sorted out, right? <laughs> um that was never a question though. And then, you know, but writing it was yeah, it was hard in the sense that like, you know, I like to fill the well. I'm unnaturally very like um I'm an extra a natural extrovert. Those of you who listen to Fate of Mates, many of you do know that. Um, so I was just, I, it was a way of building a community for myself. 
I, like I don't think book. it feel. It does not. You know, sometimes a book just reads easy, and this just read easy. Like it is a good book yeah. when I'm sitting in my living room, shouting things. Like I, at one point, I was like, <laughs> "I think she real feed him," or like a table leg. They found a body. You know. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was that's so the kind of stuff I want in a book. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, you know, I think I can say this here with this group, but originally the book began with that dead body, mm-hmm. and like <laughs> that's a very different kind of beginning. That is, and, like, I was, and literally, my editor was like, "I feel like this is darker than you're going for," and I was like, "Why? Because it starts with the dead body." Anyway, She's there's like, a dead spoiler. There is a dead. I body didn't know that I wanted somebody yeah. to get rid of a dead body and in a romance until I saw this. Until and I texted Sarah and I was like, "Is she hiding a body?" <laughs> there is a body. Oh and my now gosh. Everybody's gonna be like, "Who dies?" Dies. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. So, a question we had in earlier session, which was so fun to have people answer, is if you each could hang out with a, a someone from the Sarah McLean universe. Who would it be? Who would you want to like have dinner with? Can I choose the whole girl gang and then add Chase into that? And then we just have like, <laughs> that's what we do. That's my answer. Take over and the then world. You take over the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can I choose the good thighs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So that's, my, that's my answer. <laughs> Fair. Fair enough. Uh, that is another funny thing that happened in the manuscript pages when I got edits back from my editor. She was like, at one point, there's there's a line, and it's like Caleb's massive thighs. We keep talking about his thighs, but they are impressive. <laughs> as and, they should you know, be. I and think this is where you're watching The Witcher so- while you were finishing, right? Yeah, I was like, Henry Cavill's <laughs> giant thighs. More no, thighs. I'm going to give it in away. The, in, in The Witcher, he has those giant thighs, but then in Enola Holmes, he has those giant thighs and also dresses in like Victorian men's clothing. <laughs> sure. And I'm like, sure. how? I mean, because everything how has perfect to be tailored. I mean, it's perfect. So, <laughs> and she circled the word massive and she wrote in the margin, too much? Question mark. And I was like, not too much. Set. Citation. Set. Set. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's I was amazing. like, I promise you, it's gonna be fine. For anybody and that look, doesn't know see, what step means, that means that yeah, no, we're explain. not changing it. Yeah, you're like, let <laughs> I ignore that. that. Yes, ignore that. Yeah. Um, that is, and look, you obviously knew your brand because I believe we talked about his massive size in every single group. Yeah, <laughs> multiple times. And also this morning, like, it was the thing that a lot of people Instagrammed about. And I was like, look, there are worse things in the world than people Instagramming about thighs. So. I, yes. You're Men just going to be taking screenshots and sending <laughs> them to your editor for the whole next week. You're like, thighs. Oh, it came up again. Thighs. <laughs> just so make fun. sure you, if you review the book on Amazon, make sure you mention thighs. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Right. But yeah, but if you review the book on Barnes and Noble, you cannot be a thigh sexual or else it will get rejected. So just don't say hells, um, you're fine. Yeah. Don't say hells. Don't say the name of the book. <laughs> yeah. Imagine having bastard okay. or bitch in your title. Oh my God. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Uh, world. I mean, it is kind of wild what people don't quite un- never quite notice. People who don't work in publishing or or know writers, there are 
limitations to what's on with the title question comes up a lot. I remember when I wrote 10 ways to be adored when landing a Lord, there was a question about whether or not I could put the word Lord on in the title because oh, because it wasn't time, Jesus. Walmart was concerned about books that had Lord in the title. Um, in that Fair. instruction, <laughs> and so I was like, so am I, I to be honest. <laughs> Target doesn't like you I to have fit. Getting that note and being like, what? Yeah, you're like, huh? And then you, got I wonder if that was fixed by that using- singer. Yeah. When I um when I wrote the Bare Knuckle Bastards and that was the series title, I actually used you guys. Your ears must have been ringing in a ma- in, at a marketing meeting at Harper, <laughs> where they were like, "Bastards and Walmart won't go." And I was like, "Well, hang on a second. Christina Lauren is famous, and they have a book called <laughs> Bastards." And then they and all like, of Walmart famous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we broke okay, the bastard and a- bitch deal. Yeah, I have a follow-up question yeah, from the chat you for, for you, CeeLo, which is, by write separately, what do you mean? Alternate chapters? Assigned sections? Um, so if it's one point of view, like the soulmate equation is just narrated by Jess, we tend to write yeah. alternating chapters. So one of us will do one, three, five, seven, two, four, six, eight. Mm-hmm. And then we build it as we go, and then we edit together. Um but like the book that we're drafting now, which we're calling Sexy Clue. <laughs> and we um, just made a huge change today in how we're writing it. Fine. We're, we're figuring it out. 25,000 words in. No problem. No, it's plenty fine. Of time. It's going to be fine. Second. <laughs> You're like, let me drink. I'm sorry. Talk about that. Sorry. Um, no, but it's um, so that one we're taking, we're each taking a character. So we are doing his and hers and yeah. But we weren't at first. We were just like here and just because some of them are not like alternating. Some there's like two or, you know, and then today we were just like, why, why are we doing this? Why? Yeah. (laughs) So because we're rewriting stuff. We figured it out. We're going to be fine. That sounds perfect though, because you can at least, you caught yourself at 25,000 words and not at a hundred thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Where I catch myself by myself. Like, oh no no! I, I promise that a hundred thousand words, I will absolutely hate this manuscript. That is when I will be like, "This is terrible." <laughs> I hate it. Christina's <laughs> like twenty five thousand and five is what I'm going to start hating. <laughs> also, people will ask sometimes why some books are one point of view and some are two. And this time, there's like a murder, and we need more people to know more things. So we were like, "It's got to be two. Mm, fair, but so fair. is adventure yeah. romance. That's also yes. Leo and Lily. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so we are going to have Brittany. Thank you, Christina and Lauren, so much for being here. Um, Love we you are so much. Thank wrap you. Up buy this and with review just it. me and Sarah. And then our winner for this section is Sarah Darling. So, Sarah Darling, you're going to hear from Linda. Well, Sarah, that was did you so have fun nice. at your launch event? It was fun. Nice. Having a wedding. I love it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, have we talked about a, this on the podcast? Like that, you just have a wedding, and then like twenty years later, you're like, "Hang on a second, I want to have a new another party with all the people I love now." I don't care about those people. An anniversary party, yes. Okay, so Kelly is going to send us some questions that were from the chat as a way to wrap okay. up. And I will admit that I said we were going to talk about something at the end, and I don't remember what it was. So if somebody remembers, maybe put it in the chat so Kelly. Season will four. Remind me. I remember. Yeah. Oh, season four. 
look at you. You remember. Okay. Um, okay. Here's a question. There's a line where Cecily makes a comment about past lovers, men or women. And I just got to ask is Seth, is Cecily canonically bisexual? Yes, she is. Perfect. Um, from Katrina, I've seen a lot of excitement from readers regarding Mary Jane Wells narration for bombshell. Will she be narrating all the series or will you have someone else or Justine air come back? I don't know the answer to that. Um, okay. I, um, I will say that traditionally my, um, my series are all narrated by the same narrator. So that will right likely happen because yeah. i think i think mary jane is so amazing um and sometimes we switch it up because i've had some questions about like why why do we switch it what because i had you know the same i had justine air who's fabulous for many many books and sometimes it's a matter of like timing i have to confess i was very late turning this book in and so justine maybe didn't have the same our schedules maybe didn't work right. out mary jane is amazing i mean yeah, we've been talking about her great. for years, so I feel so blessed to have her. Perfect. Um, okay, so oh, uh, and Becky we should said, say, Jen, "Oh, go ahead." That that if you are interested in listening to Mary Jane's narration yes. before you pull the trigger on an audiobook, you can listen to the first two chapters of Bombshell at the very on end today's. of today's episode of Fate of Mates, which is about Bombshell. So you can just skip over right. Jen and me talking and at each other, and just skip right to the good stuff. Yes. And Mary Jane, well, did do 10 ways. So, but, you know, Cher had a lot of different narrators at the beginning until they kind of settled. So yeah, she's coming back. Okay. Um, I, here's a question from Becky. I'm so excited for Cecily, but, um, is there a chance the bare knuckle bastards will make an appearance? Hashtag Hattie forever. Um, so one, I would say you haven't read Bombshell all the way. Through. All the way. Keep reading. Yes. <laughs> Keep reading. But two, I would say, and I've said this before, that um, the Bare Knuckle Bastards is the first series that I have written where I wasn't ready to say goodbye. Um, but the stories were done, right? I mean, I had really yeah. tightly plotted that series um, or tightly structured that series. So uh Yes, a thousand percent. You will see all the bastards again. Seventy-two Shelton Street is mentioned um, in this this series in this book, um, and you know it's still set in Covent Garden. So yeah, you know, sure, we can see them. Criminals stick together. Noble criminals <laughs> yeah. stick together. Sure. Okay, from Danielle. When doing research for Bombshell, was there anything that surprised you the most? So I researched bomb. I am looking from the book, but I don't have to hold it. But um, there, I, uh, Hell's Bells came to me several years ago. I was sort of ready to write a girl, a series about women, um, you know, centered on women. I knew I didn't want to go back to ballrooms, really. I wanted to stay like in Covent Garden um, and with kind of a group of women who had more power, more sort of overt power um, and knew how to use the power that women had. Um, and I stumbled across a book when I was writing, bar um, when I was writing, uh, Bare Knuckle Bastards, I read The Gangs of London, which is a book by Brian McDonald's. Just, it's like a nonfiction book, just about the history of gangs and, and, uh, crime syndicates mm -hmm. in London. 
And um, there's about a half a chapter about a girl gang called the 40 Elephants, which is um, a gang, the lar- which ultimately over the course of about, oh, 80 years became the largest uh, shoplifting ring ever in the history of the world. <laughs> um, and it was entirely run by women. It was all women. And it was women who like loved fashion, loved style, um, liked to live the high life, loved to go dancing, loved to drink, like had a whole world of life that they wanted to live, but had been born and raised in the slums of London and didn't, would never, I mean, London, English, England is so, the class system in England is so restrictive that they knew they would never be able to break out of it. So they thieved their way out of it. Um, And each of the, this gang over the course of 80 years was runner was run by multiple women, all of them called queens, the queens of the 40 elephants. Um, and I got really into them. And obviously Hell's Bells, they're not quite the same. They don't, um, they don't shoplift generally, <laughs> but the, there's like a seed of this idea. What I loved about these women was that they really understood, they came to power like right in the, in the heart of the kind of 1890s, 1900s. Um, and they became so huge and terrifying to like the police and shop owners Mm. because they could manipulate the way the world thought of women. They understood how patriarchy held women back and also Mm -hmm. understood how to manipulate the rules of patriarchy and the rules of gender um, and expectation in the Victorian era in order to um, do crime and get what they wanted and I was like amazing for this you're like I'm for this and tell us the name of that book again sorry the gangs Uh, of London actually there's a full book yeah but there's actually full book it's called Alice Diamond and the 40 Elephants and it's okay my bible I mean I it's a desk somewhere and it's literally filled with sticky notes I mean so cool you will see echoes of the 40 elephants through the whole series so, Sarah, do we want to preview season four? Are we ready? Do we want to? Should we? Let's tell everybody. I mean, they all I think they all should. did a good job coming. And they stuck <laughs> around. Let's give them a present. <laughs> they did. So, it is, the, is it the 40th or the 50th anniversary of the Flame in the Flower? 50? The 50th 71? anniversary. 1972. 72. Yeah. Now, we're not going to be reading the Flame of Flower. Next Don't year. freak out anybody. But... No, Sarah no. had the brilliant idea that she yeah. was like, it is essentially like the 50th anniversary of romance. We were, I think both of us really inspired by the black romance podcast and the idea of doing oral history of people who have been around for a really long time. And so we are sort of branding. We don't have an ex- official name yet. Is it like trailblazers or legends or bright? And we have been doing interviews with a lot of people who have been essentially like, foundational to like the way romance is today and so along yes. with read along episodes the house. yes who built the house along with read along yeah we're not changing right we're, we're not, not changing that we're not subtracting we're adding to the podcast. adding uh yes and we have already done four interviews is that four, right and i think we and we have five or six scheduled yeah i mean scheduled. and you guys jen and i every time we get on to record one of these we're like what is happening because very few aside from julie moody 
Freeman, who does the Black Romance yes. History Podcast, should all go listen to that. There are so few oral histories from the people who have built the house over the course yeah. of 50 years. And we're not just talking about the 70s and 80s. We're talking about like the aughts, the 10s, like yeah. the time when people have really set a set a marker in the ground and said, like, I'm going to do a thing to sh- make romance better. And yeah, it's going to be awesome. So you guys, not I, whole I get of chills. Right. It'll just be interspersed with like the regular stuff we already do. Um, but I will tell you at the end of every single one of these recordings, our guests leave and Sarah and I are like, oh my God. Like, we just feel like we are learning so much. It is going to be, it is so fascinating to hear people's stories. So season four is, is going to be really awesome. So there's our little preview. But we're Sarah, still going to do go interstitials. Ahead. We're still going to do read-alongs. Yes. We're still going to talk about tropes. We're going to do Ted Lasso. We're gonna have, we all of course. have our New Year's Eve dirty episode planned. <laughs> <Yes>. We got you. <laughs> we do. It's just going to be all that plus more. So, um, Sarah, this is your show. So anything you want to say before we sign off here? I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you. Well, I want to say thank you to a few people. I want to say thank you, first of all, to um, HarperCollins and William Morrow and best friend Kelly and Linda and everybody who has helped put this together, Brittany, um, Brittany because yeah. this event took a, a whole a, a village of people to do this. Um, and so thank you. I want to say thank you to Northshire and East City and Old Town and uh, Katie Jit Books and Mysterious Galaxy for hosting. I want to say thank you to Word for packing 500 and some odd packages to all over the world. Um, but And I want to thank all of you for coming. This was amazing. And thank yes. you for buying the book. And thank you for listening to the podcast. I cannot tell you, Jen and I, over the last, what, 18 months, we've heard from so many of you that, like, we are part of your community during this wild mess. And I just want you to know, like for every one of those emails, we could be sending a hundred because you all being out there and listening is, has kept us sane over this yeah. crazy time. And then I want to thank you, my I, dated mate. Oh, who I, yeah. I mean, like, I don't, I know. Honestly, like, Crazy. thank you for seeing this. Thank you for always, like, talking about romance with me. Thank you for being there through this this book. Thanks for being Imogen. Hey, here's some really exciting news to everybody. Right now, Bombshell is number 98 in the Amazon Kindle store, and that means that romance Shut is real. <laughs> romance is so important to both of us, and to know that so many people are reading Sarah's books and that love Faded Mates, and you are just as excited about as we are about hearing from all these authors has been an amazing experience. I know that, I mean, I didn't do anything, but I think it's really cool that we have found each other. So I want to say thank you to all of you. And obviously, thank you to Sarah. Oh, we wouldn't be Cressley here if it wasn't for you. <laughs> obviously, Cressley, sure. I mean, <laughs> we didn't even talk about it Cressley. It's okay. We talked about it for a season. <laughs> thank you, everyone. I'm going to go ahead and end the broadcast, but this will appear a lot of places if you didn't have a chance Wait, to catch it all you and you can't can leave. Oh, go ahead, Sarah. You can also, it will live at this link. The link you 
you received email. So if you want to come back and watch it again, if you were like, that is the greatest show, that is my favorite show. <laughs> I paid it made. Sure. You can watch it anytime. We'll be here for you. <laughs> um, season four. Thank starts, you, everybody. Uh, late September. September 14th. Yeah, we're going to take a couple weeks off. We'll have some things kind of float in and out, not full episodes, but we'll be back on September 14th. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Bye, everyone. Thanks for reading and listening.